The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Sometimes one word can open up the word. When I study the Bible, I'm always looking for key words. What do keys do? They open the door. They unlock the truth. And the section we've come to in Psalm 119 today, verses 153 to 160, really revolve around one word. It is the word consider. In fact, that's the way the section begins. If you have your Bible open, verse 153, consider. And then if you come down near the end of the section to verse 159, he says it again, consider. And so I want to give you some things today to consider, uh, some things from God's Word to consider. Let's read through this passage together, shall we? Verse 153, Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. I love this. He's, he's talking about divine deliverances. He continues in verse 154, Plead my cause and deliver me. Quicken me according to thy word. Do you believe that God is still able to deliver? That's what the psalmist is praying for. He's dealing with accusers. Uh, we'll see that more in just a moment. And in the midst of the accusers, he's asking for an advocate. Friend, you have an advocate. His name is Jesus. He's our mediator. He's our go-between. He's, he's pleading your cause and taking your case to the throne of God today. And he's able to deliver you. He continues in verse 155, Salvation is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. Then he says in verse 156, Great are thy tender mercies, O Lord, quicken me according to thy judgments. So you see the contrast here. God is far from the wicked, but God is very near to us. He is great and he is tender. Again, we have this, this coupling together of his mercies and his judgments. In the last section, it was his loving kindness and his judgments. Oh, our perfect God. He's the perfection of all of his attributes. He continues in verse 157, Many are my persecutors and mine enemies, yet do I not decline from thy testimonies. I beheld the transgressors and was grieved, because they kept not thy word. I wonder, what grieves you? You can tell a lot about a person by what grieves them. Does it grieve you that so many people are disobeying God and declining from God's truth? Does that grieve you? Well, he continues the prayer in verse 159. Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. I'm telling you, there's a lot in these verses. We have the repeated prayer for quickening. Uh, in fact, three different times he asked God, quicken me, quicken me, quicken me. Uh, he's surrounded by death, and he's praying for life. He's praying for resurrection power in the midst of the graveyard. And God is able to do that very thing. There's an emphasis here on our love for the Word of God and then God's love for us. Uh, the section ends, like so many of these sections have, by taking us all the way back to the beginning and then all the way forward to forever, to the end. There's just a lot of truth wrapped up in this section, but let's zero in on one word today. The key word, the word consider. Now remember, this section emphasizes both who is against us and who is for us. 
So as we read through these verses, verses 153 to 160, you have the wicked, you have the persecutors, you have the enemies, you have the transgressors. Uh, All of those words mean something. They all imply something. For example, wicked is their nature. Persecutors, that's their attitude. Enemies, that's their position. And transgressors, that's their rebellion. So he's describing all of these people who have come against him and who ultimately are against God. And he says they are many. That's a numerical account, but aren't you glad for the spiritual account? God is greater than the many. So what must we consider? Uh, Let me give you three things that he calls our attention to in this passage. First of all, the believer asks God to consider his affliction in verse 153. So it's a prayer. Lord, consider mine affliction. May I say to you, God is considering your affliction today. He knows your situation and circumstance better than you know it. He has his eye on you. He has every hair on your head numbered. He knows your frame and remembers that you are dust. But you can cry out to the Lord, Lord, consider me and rest in this, that God has his eye on you. Then secondly, the believer asks God to consider his affection. Now listen to verse 159. Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. So now he says this, Lord, I want you to consider not only my affliction, I want you to consider this, that my heart is fixed on you. I wonder, can you say that? Could I boldly say that? God help us. We want to pray for help in the affliction, but we don't give enough attention to the affection. Have you set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth? See, God not only knows your circumstances, God knows your heart. God knows us better than we know us. Our heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And the answer is, I, the Lord, search the hearts. And so uh, he prays, O God, consider my affliction. O God, consider my affection. But then here's the application to us. The believer, through the whole passage, is caused to consider God's attention. What's he doing? He's going back to the reality Though he's surrounded by wicked men, though the circumstances are not favorable, though he is insufficient, that we serve a God of all power. We serve a God who's full of mercy. We serve a God who always keeps his promises. We serve a God who can be trusted. And I don't know about you, that does something for my soul today. I think we, we get fixated sometimes on the wrong thing. We get stuck. Are you stuck in a rut today, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Are you stuck on who's against you and you've forgotten who's for you? Are you stuck on the difficulty, but you've forgotten the deliverances? Are are you stuck on the battles and you've forgotten the blessings? Consider who your God is. Consider the fact that God is greater than you and God is greater than all. And I think what you'll find when you begin to consider, as the psalmist does here, it does quicken you. It does make you alive. It breathes fresh strength and life into you. Maybe you feel like you can't put one foot in front of another today. I want you to know if you'll just consider the Lord and if you'll remember that he considers you, it will quicken you. Do you remember I said to you that the word quicken is found three times in this section? It's really interesting. In verse 154, we're quickened by the word. In verse 156, we're quickened by his right judgments. And in verse 159, we're quickened by his loving kindness. I don't know about you, but there are things that drain me. They just literally drain the life out of me. Sometimes there are people who drain the life out of you. But I've had to learn what replenishes my strength, what renews me, what breathes fresh life into me. And here's what I've discovered, that when I am depleted, when I'm running on empty, when I cannot move forward and I cannot deal with what I'm facing, if I will simply go back to the Word and to the Lord, if I will go back to the truth of Scripture 
and the unchanging character and nature of the God of the Bible, it always brings a fresh quickening and strength in my soul. So are you weak today, dear listener? Are you weary? Are you wounded? Are you wondering about the future? Are you worried about something? I want to encourage you to do what the psalmist did, and that is run to the Lord. Hide in the word. Find your refuge in God. He'll be a defense for you today. He will deliver you, and he will quicken you. If you and I, by God's grace, will just slow down long enough and stop our talking and stop our scheming and stop our trying to fix it and simply consider. May the Holy Spirit etch this wonderful word on your heart today. And may the Spirit of the living God bring it back to your mind all through the day today. In the midst of the noise and the hustle and bustle of life, may God help us to consider. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.